I think we need more wine. Shanky. I don't. Um, I really want some water. Okay. <laughs> you don't have to. No, I will, but I just drink some water from the bottle because I also want some water. Very hard to act on the conditions. Okay, well, what do I read then? Um, yeah, oh, I've got everything highlighted for you. The pink stuff. Pink is, okay. yeah, pink is you. Okay. Oh, we're recording already. Yeah, I just let it oh, roll. Oh, I just let it roll. Welcome to Erogenous Tones episode seven. Today's story is called Someone to Cuddle. It's by the author Luna Lope, and it tells the story of a young advertising exec on holiday with his BFF, Sharon, aka Shazza. <laughs> And what to begins as a nice little holiday getaway turns into a, a gangbang with some cuttlefish shapeshifters. And today we have some very special guests. Would you like to say hello, uh, Belind? Oh, hello, everyone. It's um, lovely to be here. Can you remind me how you actually pronounce your name? It's Belonda. Oh, wow, that's nice. And um, next to her is uh, Susie Kumquat. Hi, guys. Nice to see you here today. And the Dick Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Dick Lord. Good day. Uh, Good day. Yeah, everybody seems a little bit like shy. <laughs> should we, should we you do really don't need to be the shy. Yeah. Yeah. I felt I really like, because yeah, I didn't expect you to like come to me. No, and I did like a weird voice. You, is, yeah, you yeah. performed it and I wasn't expecting Intro us, we don't, we're just being oh, more like too much. It feels, oh, it I was happy. Much. I feel like that was a good intro. I, I feel like, I didn't know, I felt like I should have had a speech prepared. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Being I, introduced as the Dick Lord. Uh, I kind of, like I need I to I am say. the Lord of the Dick, said I. Good evening. The Lord and all. All right, all right, you lot, all right, you lot. Okay, so the. Okay, I'm gonna start reading. Even in the sunlight dimmed by the water, the coral wave. Coral queef! The coral queef quitted like a jewel. Paul could hear nothing but the sound of his own breath in the scuba mask, although he knew his diving buddy and instructor, Sharon, was only a few feet behind him. Paul glanced over his shoulder, and Sharon caught his movement. She signalled, Everything okay? I'm okay! Heading along the reef, he could barely see what looked like it might be an octopus ahead. When he approached, the octopus turned out to be a large cuttlefish, and to his delight, he could see a pair of smaller cuttlefish nearby, likely females. Uh Paul had always found cephalopods fascinating. They were so intelligent, he liked to think that if he inherited his father's advertising firm, he would have become a marine biologist. Part of the reason he decided to go diving for his vacation. It was so good to be in the water instead of sitting at a desk. (laughs) I'd rather be in the water. He stopped treading water to watch the cuttlefish. The possible female flirted around the big male, trying to catch his attention, but Paul had the feeling the big guy was sizing him up. As he watched, a wave of darker colour rippled over the surface of the big one's skin. The dark pigment zin-waved? Zin-waved? Sine-waved. Oh, thanks, sine-waved. Thanks. Glad you're here. Over the cuttlefish skin, smooth and sinuous, and was it forming a more complex pattern? The words... Hey there, big guy. (laughs) had formed on the largest cuttlefish it watched him impassively fins undulating while Paul stared was he seeing things after a moment the words dissipated but they were soon replaced by why don't you come over here big guy I did big guy (laughs) (laughs) 
why not? Talking <laughs> 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 to Adlib. Yeah, absolutely. Adlib away. Why did you come over here and see us tonight? He had to be hallucinating. There was no other explanation. A cuttlefish could not possibly be hitting on him. The words... See you tonight. Rippled over the largest cuttlefish's back before it darted out of view, followed shortly by the other two. He could have sworn he saw... Nice butt. On the back of them. <laughs> Did I need to say that? Absolutely. It's a touch of Sean Connery. <laughs> Sean Connery as Cuttlefish Malcolm. Come have a big guy. The swim up to the surface and back to the boat went smoothly. Paul sat dripping on Uh-oh, the deck, breathing changed. in deep lungfuls of air. <gasps> Everything all right, Paul? Sharon asked him, shaking her long dark hair loose. That was a little earlier. We'd planned... Oh, sure, let me start that again. That was a little... Let me start that again and again. That was a little earlier than we'd planned to run this. Oh, uh... He shifted uncomfortably, tipping his head to let the water drain from his ears. Oh, this is so erotic, isn't it? I love, I'm a, hard. I love a dribbly oh, ear. Choice words. <laughs> Have you ever seen anything, well, weird while diving? Sharon looked concerned. Oh, weird how? I, I saw some cuttlefish. Come on, Paul. You've got this. Stay oh, so dramatized. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's amazing. Yeah, I'm just like he's just really nervous. It's just, just got on the boat. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I saw some cuttlefish that were acting um odd. He explained, keeping the details of what exactly the cuttlefish message had been vague. What? Heart sinking as Sharon's expression went from confusion to carefully kind face you made around someone who was a little odd in the head. <laughs> what? It was a great, it was the best paragraph by far. <laughs> can you be carefully kind face, please? Um, yes, I absolutely can. Don't worry about it, Paul. It's probably nothing. She patted his shoulder and walked into the small cabin of the boat for the ride back to the shore. I hope I'm not cracking up for stress or something. He muttered to himself. God, he'd needed this vacation. (laughs) (laughs) Is he doing his shit? (laughs) Now, I'm not going to worry. He decided. The beach at night made it easy to forget his earlier worries. Hey there, butt guy. Someone called from the beach. Paul sat up looking toward the voice. What the hell? It turned out that the baffling greeting had come from one of the three men. He wasn't sure which one yet, but there was a pair of live and bare-chested men in swim trunks flanking a burly, broad-chested guy in an open Hawaiian shirt and shorts. They all headed over to him. As he looked over, one of the smaller men waved. He stood up. They weren't acting aggressive at all, and he had to admit they were all good-looking. But had one of them seriously called him butt guy? He wasn't sure he liked where this was going. We were hoping you'd join us here. I... I don't think I know you guys. They all looked like they worked out regularly, or maybe just drove... Dove? What? <laughs> In the case of... What? 
Maybe he just dove instead of worked out. Oh, like, right. He's a diver. Okay, yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, yeah, you're lying because it's. I'm not going to read that shit. <laughs> what about the, the, the well muscled legs really. of the swimmers? <laughs> okay, they all look like they worked out regularly, or maybe they just dove in the case of the shorter, less bulky pair of men. They had the well muscled legs of swimmers. Oh, don't skimp on the details. I'm sorry. Sure, they do. Oh. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> New voice. oh, sorry. Oh. I, I, I Is it like sure, sure you do. Sure you do. So, said to one <laughs> stepping forward, up close like this, Paul could see that each man wore a simple necklace of rough cord and dull white beads. Material was unusual, but it's hard to say what it was in the moonlight. <laughs> you met us earlier today. The man continued. Remember? I'd know that tight ass anywhere. Paul's mouth opened and shut silently. <laughs> he is, he's like a fish, isn't he? <laughs> but silent. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's flabbergasted. Excuse me? You were diving. Come on, you don't recognize us. The larger man leaned over and ruffled the speaker's hair, prompting a rude noise from the shorter man. Ah, oh, come on, Papa. Don't hit him. You know we were, you know we were shifting then. We were shifted then. Okay, right. let me do it. Okay. okay, redo. Okay, redo. Yeah. Uh, uh come on, Papa. Don't tease him. You know we were shifted then. He looked over to Paul and smiled warmly, extending his hand to shake. Paul shook his hand automatically and found the man's hands were as warm and rough as they were huge. He seemed to have been built on a larger than usual scale. Look. I really don't know what's going on here. It's simple. We were the cuttlefish you saw today. We saw you were hot, and we've come to you to see. It's simple. <laughs> we were the cuttlefish you saw today. We thought you were hot, and we've come to see you for a bit of fun, if you're up for it. What? Irving, I don't think he gets it. Look, we want to. Do. You. Yes, I got that. But what did you say about being cuttlefish? Sorry, I was getting so into it. <laughs> I was so transfixed. I do I was have like, a big NGCC drama. It's like Paul's here, isn't it? <laughs> Paul was struggling to keep his calm. This was not quite the relaxing evening he had hoped for. Oh. A palmer turned to the other, relatively short, lithe man. Simon, why don't you show him? Simon flashed Paul a wicked grin and raised one hand to the beads of his necklace, eyes flickering shut for a moment as Paul watched with wide eyes the fingers of a man's... The man's other hand lengthened and went strange. What? And then finally could be described as nothing other than stubby tentacles. Simon opened his eyes again and wiggled his tentacle fingers laughing. <laughs> Does it make sense? No. <laughs> Can you do that again? Oh, next, Paul's next line. Does it make Paul's sense next line is a cracker. <laughs> Are you reading? This is a big one. Think yeah. about this one, baby. Yeah. Are you going to read yours again so huh. get me into it? <laughs> Does it make sense? No. Holy shit. There had to be something wrong with his head because this simply couldn't be happening. You could have shown him something that doesn't make you look like a second-rate movie monster. Irvin said to Simon, who was still wiggling his knot fingers insistently. Like what? Like what? We can't exactly shift for... Like, well, we can't exactly shift full out here. And face it, a human with cut anything is... 
face it, a human we cuddle anything is gonna look freaky, man. Cephalopride. 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 Simon proclaimed proudly. Look, this was supposed to be a vacation, not a, a trip where I discover I have persistent hallucinations. Hey! Irvin said. He held his hands up to silence the two smaller men. How about you come have a drink with us? Least we could do after ruining your day like this. And we've got our camp and a fuck. And we've got our camp a bit upshore from you. Well, hold on. Isn't that still part of the resort? <laughs> Paul is so concerned. He's Paul is timid. so concerned. <laughs> timid Paul, very timid Paul. Irvin's smile took on a mischievous edge. Is it me? Oh yeah. Okay. So because it's highlighted orange and then pink. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, some of my lines aren't highlighted in my script either. <laughs> well, I say camp. It's not like anyone's ever noticed us. Don't you worry. You coming over or what? Well, all right. Paul said, only a little reluctant. Mm -hmm. Maybe he'd feel better after a beer. And it was hard to turn down a drink, even from such unusual company. The other men seemed to share the sentiment the two smaller men were singing loudly and off-key, and big sturdy Ivan was telling him unsteadily about the best way to hunt crabs. Some of the nuance was lost on Paul, given that he lacked feeding tentacles or fins, but it was a different perspective on the whole affair, and he found it interesting. Mm. Especially since the lesson was cushioned in the warm, gentle haze of drunkenness. He's going to wake up the next morning and think, I think I fucked some cuttlefish. <laughs> hey, what's it like, you know, uh, being a cuttlefish? Oh, you know, swim, eat, fuck. Not much different from being a human, I think. Yeah, he could see that, he thought to himself. When it came down to it, most living things weren't all that different. We could show you what it's like to be one of us. There was a glint in his eye that Paul missed. Sure, said Paul, and then forgot about it. They spent the rest of the night like that, laughing and drinking and singing and doing nothing much of consequence. No fucking? Eventually, Paul said his goodbyes and stumbled across the beach to the cabana that he was staying in. Do you want us to laugh, sing and drink? Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. What are we singing? We'll be singing. We're well winning. I get knocked down. I get knocked down. I get knocked down. I'm ready for my line. She's ready for her line. I never knew squiddy dudes would be such nice guys. He didn't see them again until the next morning when he wandered onto the back porch of his cabana and there they were. Irvin leaning back against one of the columns supporting the roof. Simon and Apama sitting together in the hammock. They were all stark naked. Oh, Morning sunlight gleaming over tanned skin and taut muscles. Sex. Paul blinked slowly, taking them all in. Realistic. Uh, I'm trying my best. <laughs> Sounds like Paul's got conjunctivitis. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of sounded like your vaginal lips parting after oh. like a, a yeast infection. Oh, my God. Um. Ugh. Blink slowly, taking them all in. Where have you all been? We've been keeping ourselves 
busy. Didn't he see them the night before, and now they're there again, and he's uh, asking where they've been? Oh, uh, yeah, now there's actually, like, a, a, like half the dialogue, actually. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is boring. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, they, they haven't seen each other for a while. We've been keeping ourselves busy. Simon said with a little grin. Right, so why are you here? He paused and thought. Why are you naked anyway? You know how you wanted to see what it was like to be one of us? Irvin asked, his deep voice quiet. <laughs> Can you do a deep voice quiet, please? You know how he... I know. You know... <laughs> you know how... You know how you wanted to see what it was like to be one of us? Yes? We're gonna show you. Oh my god. I want a shower. It's awful. I feel like Paul is too nervous. Like, why is he so nervous? Because of that. Because of that. <laughs> yeah, it's terrifying. But he's wants it. He look, says yes, he's consented. Paul found himself surrounded by the three cuddle shifters. All of them naked. All of them eager to get his clothes off. What the hell? Why not? He thought. It was a vacation after all. <laughs> Quick wiry little Apalmas and Simon's fingers worked at the buttons of his shirt and pants, shucking them off. Oh, like a like an oyster. Oh, that was clever. They worked quickly and as soon as he was naked as the rest of them, the ocean breeze playing across his freshly tanned skin and making him shiver. Irvin was looking him over, his eyes hungry, taking in every inch of him. Simon grabbed his ass. It kind of spoiled the tension, but they all laughed. You guys are going to laugh. <laughs> At Paul's startled jump, when they'd come down, Irvin spoke. So, Paul, you wanted to know what it's like to be one. <laughs> so, Paul, you wanted to know what it's like for us. You've seen as much of the sea as we can show you. Now it's time for what we do on land. Oh, Palmer and Simon each took him by an arm, pinning him behind him. A strong buff Irvin moved forward to claim Paul's lips. Rough, hard kiss. His day's growth of stubble rasped roughly against Paul's own smooth-shaven skin as he returned the kiss. The two men's tongue entangled, hearts pounding and blush red, blood rushing. The two subordinate males were running their free hands over his body, lingering at his pecs, his tightly toned abs, the strong meaty slope of his well-muscled thighs. I'm the boss, see? Irvin said, his voice low and calm. He placed a strong hand on each A palmer said. <laughs> I know. <laughs> You've highlighted that wrong. Oh, really? Yes. What does it say? Irvin says, said. I'm the bossy, Irvin said. Irvin. And I'm Irvin. Oh! <laughs> I'm sorry. I think I've, I've highlighted it all wrong. Oh, God. I mean, there's a lot of mine that are missing. Oh, yeah. I mean, I did a shit job of highlighting. All the ones which aren't like he said. Oh. This is my first rodeo, guys. Good right. people. Usually I don't have this picture. And you know, it's going really well. Oh. Don't kick it. I think I've been kicking it. Are we up to Apama and Simon? Each took him by an arm. I'm the boss, say. Irvin said, his voice low and calm. <laughs> he placed his strong hand on each of Paul's shoulders. I get that. It all works. If you want to know what it's like. He said, eyes smouldering, not closed. Then you kneel down for me. 
Oh, that's how you said that, Charlie, is it? Not the oh. first so time. Anyway, I mean, no. Susie. John on your knees. That's how you say oh, it. That's oh. too aggressive. <laughs> That was, that was raw oh, truth. That was inside. That was he pushed him down gently. Little more than a light pressure on Paul's shoulders, but his knees had already bent for him before he had had time to think it over. He wanted a taste of that thick, meaty <laughs> cuddlecock. The one he'd only got teasing glimpses of before now. <laughs> he wrapped his lips around the shifter's shaft and sucked him off like his cock was a tall, cool glass of water, and he was a man dying of thirst. God, it's been so long since he'd been with a man. Let a lone one like him. That is... Bravo. That is, okay. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, oh, you've got the right idea. Irvin groaned, twisting his hands into Paul's hair. Paul's... But it is the brawny <laughs> shifter forced his mouth further onto his cock. <coughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. It sounds like so it's good. got a cough up a lung, not choking on a castle <laughs> Forced his mouth further down onto his cock, bursting his hips to fuck his mouth and throat. It was <laughs> achingly rough. He struggled against his gag reflex, and he could feel his own cock standing hard and proud from the rough treatment. <laughs> How are you guys feeling now? Are you feeling more relaxed? I'm feeling I'm feeling a bit loose. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the other two let go of his hands, but he didn't realize where they'd gone until Simon's cock slapped against his cheek. The two smaller shifters were standing on either side of him. Paul reached out to jerk them off, wrapping his fingers around the other shifters' shafts as he took in as much of Irvin's cock as he could. He had never felt so used and turned on at the same time. And when Irvin came, it was all he could do to choke down the thick spurts of his cum until the bigger man pulled back, letting the last of his load spill onto Paul's face and neck. The other two came next. Yeah. Their thick cum streaking onto his face. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Their thick cum streaming onto his face, neck, shoulders and chest. I feel like I'm the dick lord, like Paul's the dick lord. He's, oh, yeah. He's not controlling these dicks. He's been taken. He was a mess and he loved it. Right. You're getting the hang of it. God, he's hard again already. Paul thought maybe being a shapeshifter gave you unusual stamina too. Right, boys. You know what we're going to do. They pushed him into the hammock. Onto his back, and Irvin lifted his legs up to gain access to the tight pucker of Paul's <laughs> asshole. Yeah, big in a hammock. As he pushed into him, Paul realised that Irvin's hard erection was slick and slippery with something. Though he'd never seen the man reach for any lube. He didn't have time to wonder any further about shifter anatomy because a palmer's prick thrust into his mouth. God, you'd be shocked if a dick just like <laughs> thrust into your mouth, wouldn't you? And he sounds like he's having a, in the middle of a deep think. He groaned, muffled by cock. Oh. <laughs> Can anyone do that? He groaned muffled by cock as Irvin filled him completely. The other man's girthy rod stretched him open, pressing hard against the tight butt of his prostate as he was fucked from both ends. Okay, let's just let that simmer. His cock 
hate I, to be touched. To be honest, I've only lost track of which cock is worse. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's I think not clear. A palmer. I think now you're really getting into character. Is in yeah. the mouth. Is it a palmer's in my mouth? I think a palmer's in your mouth. Um, okay. It's in your bum. In your puckered bum. In your puckered and what's it, where's Simon? Wait a second. Yeah. I think Simon is about to get involved. Mm. His cock ached to be touched. He was so hard. And he was so grateful when Simon gulped it into his mouth. Lopping what felt like loping. Lopping. Looping. <laughs> looping. Looping. Yeah. Looping. Oh, looping because he's tentacle. What felt like an unnaturally flexible and sinuous tongue around his shaft. It was almost more than Paul could handle. Every movement of Simon's mouth and Irvin's cock sending white waves of heat through his body, radiating from his prick out, outwards as he splurped greedily at Palmer's <laughs> 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 These words are all very challenging for the mouth. <laughs> and the cock. <laughs> and the cock. <laughs> Slurped greedily at a Palmer's rod. His cock convulsed in Simon's mouth as Paul's balls grew tight. And then it was all too much. He came with a muffled cry of pleasure. One kiss. Thank you all. You've got to finish that. That's not from this one. He came with a muffled cry of pleasure, writhing between and under the three shifters, the tight walls of his ass clenching around Irvin's mammoth rod. His climax pushed the others over the edge as well, and Paul found himself gulping down hard shift to come as he was flooded from both ends. (laughs) Do you think the cum would meet in the middle? It's oh. so like it's gone both ends of his digestive tract. Yeah. Let's move on. Urban, urban. I keep calling him urban. Yeah, Keith Urban left his pounded <laughs> ass gaping and sticky with cum as he withdrew, spattered with the last stray drops of his release. But so made sure to make him gulp down every last bit. Um, um, um. <laughs> Like a muffin, like the last blueberry muffin. <laughs> blueberry muffin. He lay there, panting for breath as the other men withdrew. He was exhausted. His ass ached. And he was covered in cuttlefish cum. It was a pretty good start to the day. Hey. <laughs> I love to start a day covered with cuttlefish oh, cum. Me too. Me too. I think you understand better. No. Irvin said, grinning it down in him. Paul leaned back, exhausted, but he smiled weakly up at the other three. Good lord, no wonder you were all busy yesterday. The other three laughed. (laughs) 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 Simon licked his lips and Paul realised that his tongue was more tentacle than not. The shifter caught his gaze and smirked, repeating the motion more slowly so that Paul could see. Oh, there's plenty more of... uh, Oh, there's plenty more that we can do. You'd be amazed at how useful a partial shift can be in some situations. Paul nodded, intrigued, but he was too tired for now. He yawned. Ooh. Oh. Speak. It's not highlighted. Oh, you guys will have to show me sometime. He said, lying back and closing his eyes. Mm. The large hammock swung gently as the others climbed onto it, surrounding him in warmth. Yes, Paul decided. This was a good use of his vacation time. <laughs> the end. <laughs> oh, that was the end. Oh, there is that. Oh, here's a note from the author. Said it's dedicated to those who love a good laugh and possibly some hot sex. And also Irvin and Simon and Palmer are all named from different species of the cuttlefish family. Sip a day. Can I just say that's very different to what you said earlier? Yeah, it was. You said they were named after famous cuttlefish. Who the fuck is a liberty cuttlefish? Same thing, guys. Same thing. <laughs> 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 but 
Cuttlefish family's famous. Like, <laughs> it's like the Kim Kardashian of cuttlefish. <laughs> yeah. So, guys, what do you think of this story? Oh, shit. Uh, I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> I mean, I'm hot. It took a while to I, get into it. But when it? it got going, it got going, yeah. didn't it? Yeah. Oh, really? Uh, I really did lose uh, it track was... of which cock was where. And yeah. who was coming on who? Yeah. And Cuttlefish come. It reminds me of a lot of films I've seen. You've been listening to Erogenous Tones episode nine, Someone to Cuddle by Luna Lupe, with my very special guest today. Thank you all for coming. A lot. <laughs> That's it. I wasn't it's prepared. It's been a pleasure. Well, it's been a pleasure. It's yeah, been it's a pleasure.